Hello and welcome to Special Issue, Wiley's podcast for societies about all things scholarly publishing. I'm Steffi Nightingale. The focus of today's podcast is on engaging with early career researchers. This is a difficult stage of a researcher's career as they are trying to establish themselves in the world of academia, start publishing their first papers and build their reputation and the networks that will help them to be successful. There's real opportunity for societies to work more closely with ECRs in a way that's mutually beneficial, so that ECRs can receive career development support, while societies can benefit from the innovation and enthusiasm that early career researchers bring to the table. So today we are focusing on how we can get early career researchers more involved in journal management in particular, and how that can actually help journals to be more successful. It's important to keep in mind that improving journal performance isn't necessarily the motivation for engaging with ECRs, and the main aim here is to help them to have a voice and to improve the development opportunities available to them. Nevertheless, it's interesting to understand more about how engaging with ECRs can also impact the journal. Paul Trevorrow is a publisher here at Wiley, and he's going to take us through some case studies where societies have proactively worked on ECR engagement and inclusion. So he looks at engagement activities, which provide reward and recognition, as well as inclusion activities, which is where ECRs are engaged directly in journal policy and development. And he's going to discuss the pros and cons of each of these. So let's hear what Paul has to say. So let's get started. So here we have some common engagement options by way of awards and ECR symposia. They're great ways to recognize and reward ECRs and to create new web networks. That said, Creating meaningful networks takes some motivation. They shouldn't just be seen as a photo opportunity, but an opportunity to engage with the ECRs and discuss their challenges and aspirations. These events are good for engagement and recognition. However, in terms of editorial inclusion and involvement in journals, they score quite low. So moving forward, here we have an example of interactive Meet the Editor events. We have an editor-in-chief, a chair of an ECR editorial board, and we'll talk about that a little bit more later, and an editor alongside some Wiley staff holding a panel session for around 100 early career researchers at the University of Manchester. So whether these events are formal or informal, Meet the Editor events are great for openness and networking, introducing a large volume of ECRs to editors and journal processes. They also provide a fantastic platform to hear about the range of challenges that ECRs face. They can take a lot of organization and often audiences are large with broad subject area backgrounds. While these types of events are engaging and informative, engagement may only last for the duration of the event. However, they are very useful for including ECR voices that may later translate into journal policy. And moving forward into the interactive events, Here we have examples of strategic journal workshops with ECRs. So in this environment, ECRs typically create strategy groups to inform the journal or publisher on challenges and potential solutions. For example, these could be on journal strategy or the ECRs challenges of authors and researchers and how publishers can adapt approaches to accommodate them. These events are great for networking again and building relationships. They also offer ECRs more direct access to the journal processes with a voice to influence and offer fresh perspectives for development. Once again, these can be quite resource heavy in terms of organization 
and ECI inclusion may only last for the duration of the workshop, although their influence on journal policies may endure. Here we have some of the mentoring options. Firstly, we have here in the form of publishing workshops. Now, these are great ways to help ECRs navigate the increasingly complex world of publishing and are typically rather holistic. So we mentor ECRs through writing for publication, assessing and choosing a journal, reviewing and review processes, publication metrics, open access, licensing, the full gamut. These events are great for promoting good practice and transparency. They're also good for creating networks and discussing ECR's challenges within the publication environment, which can also inform journal policy. Now, editorial onboarding, this is another option. This is where ECRs are directly involved with the journal and handling manuscripts. This is a direct way of including ECRs in journal activities. So I'd like to show a case study of an early career editorial board on the Journal of Magnetic Resonance and Chemistry. This is a group that sits alongside the advisory board of the journal, and they act as an autonomous entity for informing and developing the journal. So structurally, it's made up of a group of no more than 12 personnel, from postdoc to associate professor level, with an appointed chair ensuring that the team meets regularly and that the goals are set and achieved. The early career board is self-appointed, they select their own members and are involved in all aspects of the journal. They attend editorial board meetings, are involved in journal governance and have equity in journal policy decisions. When we talk of onboarding or mentoring, we typically think of mentoring in peer review and manuscript management. A great way we've discovered with this group to do this is by mentoring ECRs to guest edit their own special issues. And this has had several advantage. The ECRs can highlight their fields and place themselves central to that field. They are mentored through all of the editorial processes. They have ownership of the project. They can sculpt the issue and its contents, and they receive recognition for the project. They can also pull in authors that the journal may not typically have access to, and we've seen this on numerous times. Other successes include the volume of outreach, some of the social media activities that the ECR board have undertaken, include a YouTube channel, Facebook and Twitter notices, all raising the ECR's profiles and visibility of the journal. These are developed in an organic and natural way, placing the journal and the ECR members central to the community, promoting the team's sense of fun in addition to their core academic activities. So talking a little bit about the metrics, and I would say that the metrics are a result of these activities and not necessarily the motivation for ECR inclusion but it's useful to measure the impact of these initiatives, of course. So of the top 20 access papers in these years that I was looking at when I was working on this title, 11 are from the ECR board or from special issues they guest edited. Of the top 20 cited papers in the previous impact factor, 15 of those were actually from associates or from special issues that they've guest edited. So you can see the impact that they brought to this title. Um, and in fact, the impact factor following these publications was actually the highest that it, it had been in a very long time and it continues to grow. Um, as another highlight, two of the original ECR board members have actually now gone on to become full editors on the journal. And finally, when we talk about this menu of options from ECR engagement to ECR inclusion, 
the journal Global Policy Next Generation is really at the top end of the scale, a journal run entirely by ECRs for ECRs, empowering the next generation of authors and editors at influential points in their academic careers. So I know this has been a very fast moving menu of ECR activities, but I hope this has given you some food for thought and has offered some potential options should you wish to consider them. So it's clear that there are many ways you can engage with ECRs, but actively including them in journal activities helps us to develop longer term connections with them, which in turn benefits the journal. For example, by helping it to publish more special issues and I actually thought that Paul's example from MRC Journal was particularly striking because it showed that ECR papers are often very highly cited and accessed, and that has positively impacted the journal's impact factor. So there's a lot to reflect on there. If you want to discuss any of these ideas more, get in touch with your journal publishing manager. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us next time. For Wiley, I'm Steffi Nightingale. And you can find more episodes and learn when new episodes are released by subscribing in iTunes or wherever you like to listen. You can get more news and information on society publishing from Wiley on Twitter by following us at, at Wiley and Research and on our website, wiley.com slash network slash society leaders. Our theme music was produced by Medine and this episode was edited by Dennis Velasco. Thanks for listening.